Organ transplants offer the hope of greatly extended lives to seriously ill patients, but of course many people suffer from diseases that cannot be undone by surgery. One of them is the son of commentator Nancy Slonim Arany. When my kids were young, I used to say, my children are my teachers. I didn't have a clue as to what it meant, but I said it. It sounded wise. I am alone with my 30-year-old son and his girlfriend. He has to be catheterized, and I am the designated catheterizer. There we are on either side of him, on the floor, at his feet, me pushing the tube into his bladder, his girlfriend holding the two-liter Pepsi bottle, and Dan making jokes about the Pepsi generation. We are laughing so hard the tube falls out, the urine goes all over the floor, and I am sitting wondering how I got here. I look at my handsome son laughing and I think, is this the same guy who's been threatening suicide for eight years? And am I the same woman who, after he got diabetes at nine months old, worried every minute if that siren I was hearing was taking my little one to the morgue? When he was six and nine and 12 and 14, I used to fantasize that he would die at one of his friend's houses. That way, no one could say I was a bad mother. I used to lecture him in this phony, holy wisdom voice. Dan, diabetes may be a gift. Maybe it's a teaching. You'll find out what you're made of. And then I tried the same speech when at 22 he was diagnosed with MS. It's a miracle he didn't shoot me on the spot. Actually, he did. But instead of bullets, he used words. Three years ago... After 12-hour brain surgery that didn't work, my friend Lori visited and made the mistake of saying, Hey, Dan, how are you? I can't walk. I can't feed myself. I can't wipe myself. How the f*** do you think I am? He screamed. Two years ago, I started thinking the unthinkable. Maybe it would be a relief if Dan, well, disappeared. My friend Jerry said, Nancy, your pain is so great Dan doesn't have room for his own. That was probably the most painful and powerful thing anyone had ever said to me about this nightmare that had become my life. Next time you see Dan, he added, pretend you never met him before. So for the next two years, as I watched my son's rapid deterioration, I repeat this mantra, pretend I just met Dan, pretend I just met Dan, pretend I just met Dan. Each day, in the 15 minutes it takes for me to get to his apartment, I work at making the transformation so when I walk in his door, I will see a young man going through hell, not my baby dying in front of my eyes. Little by little, I begin to extricate myself from his story. And little by little, he begins to melt some of his rage into despair. His sadness is hard, but it is his my sadness is hell, but it is mine. On his 29th birthday, we get a call from the emergency room. Dan has told a woman online that he's going to kill himself. She calls the local police, and they pick him up and bring him to the hospital. A few days after we get him home, I say, Dan, no one knows what you're going through. No one would fault you if you had to do this. But don't off yourself in an act of violence. Tell us and we will help you. After that, 
He doesn't speak of suicide for a long, long time. I don't know exactly when or how it happens, but soon after 9-11, a shift begins taking place. Maybe it's the fact that he's on every church prayer list on Martha's Vineyard. Maybe it's the backgammon games my precious husband and Dan keep playing, where Dan's tremoring hands fling the dice across the room and both of them nonchalantly continue the game as if it were perfectly normal. Maybe the collective sufferings of so many others in September has given us all perspective. Maybe I am finally letting go. All I know is we are in the middle of a puddle of pee, and we are laughing. I know this is not happily ever after. This is happily right now. Dan may still take his own life, but I am seeing him with new eyes. And I get it. I get it every day. I know what it means to have a child who is your teacher. Nancy Slonim Arani teaches at the Chilmark Writing Workshop on Martha's Vineyard and is the author of Writing from the Heart. She comes to us from Par Audio on the Vineyard.